One town, one team, one heartbeat. Those just aren't words on a page. In Aurora and the surrounding communities of the rural Ozarks, we live it. Every single day. Those words are written on our hearts. We come together to celebrate milestones and to console one another in times of heartbreak. It seems like we have had more than our share in recent years. We love hard, and when something happens to one of us, it happens to all of us. We are friends. We are family. We are friends who become family. We stand in the gap. Tragedy struck us again last week when we lost a beautiful 16-year-old boy. He was a delightful young man with a promising future. I have watched Evan Butler grow up the past 16 years, and it has been an incredible honor to do so. In his room, there is a Super E cape. His Aunt Krista made him one Christmas. The boys got capes. The girls received aprons. To most, Evan was a superhero. His smile could light up any room. A plaque in his room summed up the things he believed in. Superhero rules. Be strong. Protect. Be brave. Fight for justice. Be fair. Share. Be yourself. Listen. Be a good friend. I can say without a doubt he lived by those rules. Ultimately, he lived by those rules because he comes from good stock. His family has always lived by those rules, too. When his dad and I taught together, he and his sister Sakenan would ride the transfer bus over on our half-day Fridays. They would come to my room to visit Mrs. Mosley with a V, and I would always try to have treats, toys, or quarters to give them. One day, Evan and I had dipped into my chocolate stash, and his dad called to see if I would send them his way because they were going somewhere to eat. I could join them if I wanted. I had been given orders not to load them up on sugar, but, well, you know, I had a hard time hearing him that day. As we were skipping down the hallway, I looked down, and Evan had little bits of chocolate all over his face. I spit on my shirt tail and started frantically wiping him down. He didn't like it one bit, but went along with it at my insistence. When his dad asked us what we'd been up to, I started talking and Evan wouldn't make eye contact with anyone. He didn't want to get me in trouble. Another time he told me about seeing my friend, Nurse Patty Roan, up on her roof with a chainsaw. From that day forward, she became Chainsaw Patty. To take you way back to the 1980s, when I returned home to serve my community as editor of my hometown paper, I was asked to do a story on a young boy who was known as an international clogging sensation. I walked up the street to meet him and his family on the City Hall lawn at a fall festival, probably around 1988. He would have been about 10. Little did I know the impact this young boy was going to have on my life. Fast forward to early winter of 2007. I had popped into a potluck in the home ec room on the west end of Aurora High School. There were a few seats remaining, but I saw two smiling faces in the back. Marcus Reynolds, our art teacher, and Brad Butler, who was teaching shop classes, patted the seat between them. The friendship that unfolded that day is history, and the three musketeers were, were reborn. It was a remarkable way to brainstorm and combine hands-on ideas about art, culture, projects, and writing. The next few years were pure joy as we planned, dreamed, worked, and solved problems together. 
Brad, his wife Carrie, and their entire family have been by our side for every milestone, wedding, celebration, heartbreak, or setback ever since I can remember. They are always the first ones there and the last ones to leave. They instinctively know what you need and what to do and how to help you when you are at a loss to even help yourself. The outpouring of love for them in this community and beyond in recent days does not surprise me. They are easy to love, hard to forget, and incredible to have in your lives. I have always thought having Brad or Carrie involved in any project improves our reputations and paves the way for nothing but success. Like most of you, when word spread about the loss of their gorgeous son last week, I dropped to my knees. I felt like the wind had been completely knocked out of me. The pain was incredible and remains close to unbearable, but nothing like that of a parent or immediate family member. We have all felt so helpless, wanting so badly to fix it or take the pain away. We have all scrambled to find big and small things to do that might make them feel better or show them how much they are loved. Grief. It is often raw, messy, difficult, and complicated. We don't get to escape it in this life, but it is proof of great love and good memories. There is no magic timeline or formula for it. Everyone wears it differently. I don't think it ever goes away. Time might sometimes change it a little. And the grace of God will sometimes help us channel that energy into other directions to help preserve, protect, and memorialize the legacies of those who have impacted so many lives. They are already doing just that by starting the Memorial Fund in Evan's honor to pave the way for scholarships, grants, and opportunities to help others and celebrate the outdoors where he loved to be. God's word tells us he is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. He is our refuge and our strength in times of trouble. I hope we can continue to love and support the Butlers and each other. Prayer changes things. I know firsthand that the love of a community and prayer can work miracles. I told someone that this tells us what really matters in this crazy life. All that really matters is loving each other, serving each other, and knowing where we are headed. The Bettlers and their family members, Garutz, Bowmans, Windlers, Brownings, and others, have taught us how to love and serve. In honor of Evan Bettler, my sweet student who told me he loved my stories, I am going to continue to tell them. He has always reminded me of my own son, and his presence allowed me to relive some of my best days. I am also going to make sure I chase a few sunsets, find my old fishing pole, walk through the woods to listen to the crunch of the leaves underneath my feet, gather up a few pine cones, and give everything and everyone the very best I have, because that's what that sweet boy taught me for the past 16 years. Aristotle said, In all things of nature there is something of the marvelous. Evan Butler found marvelous things about nature and was always quick to share them with us. Isaiah 40:31 says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. In time, we will get stronger. We will have hope, and we will eventually soar with the eagles. There is a song by Mercy Me called, I Can Only Imagine. The lyrics say, I can only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine what my eyes would see. 
when your face is before me. I can only imagine, surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? The song is about heaven and looking up at Jesus. I don't want to be angry, but I yearn for a time when we will have all of the answers and there will be no more sorrow. When I think of Evan right now, I think of him smiling with the angels, his grandparents, and others who undoubtedly met him at those pearly gates. I think of him at the feet of Jesus, asking questions and learning all about the wonders of the universe. I think he is wearing those black socks, white crocs, and hunting, fishing, hiking, and kayaking for all eternity, holding a place for us with all those adventures until we can join him someday. I can only imagine.